Greetings, friend, and welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. God bless you, my dear friend. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that you're able to use in your life, and in the life of your family, and in the lives of your friends, and in the lives of people you haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. Okay, are we ready? Let's uh, let's just get started here. This is episode number 62, and boy, am I nervous all of a sudden. I'm sorry about that. This is episode 62, 62, number 62. And even though I'm nervous, I will continue moving onward. Um, isn't that interesting how I push play, and then my nerves seem to go <laughs> go someplace else. So the show is titled Well-Doing, W-E-L-L, Well-Doing. It's found in 1 Peter 4.19, and I'll read it to you from the King James Bible. Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to Him in well-doing as unto a faithful Creator. That's 1 Peter 4.19. Greetings, friend. This has been one busy week of ministry. Throughout the week, there was, at times, a lot to do. However, the Lord is well able to keep us, even when things look too difficult to handle. We all must continue on in the face of whatever opposition there may be. All right, let's, uh, before I get started in the letter, I, I, I've already started the letter. That's the first little section of the top of the letter. As you know, if you've been listening to any of my shows, I use the Sunday prayer letter for my script on every show that I do. I also use it as a script, or not a script, but a uh, outline, I guess you could say, for preaching throughout the week. I started on Sunday all the way through till Friday night. I preach using the scriptures in the Sunday prayer letter. I spend Saturday with the Lord as a Sabbath, as a rest unto the Lord, spending the entire day with Him. And uh, in that time, I get the chance to fellowship and commune with the Holy Spirit and be in the Word of God in prayer and do a couple things around the house, always in prayer. Later in the day, I sit down and I write this letter based on what the Holy Spirit showed me to write on. And... Today's letter, I was hoping, I was asking, I was praying that the Lord would give me a short, quick letter so I wouldn't take that long. And it's not really short, but it's shorter than normal. And so I like that. And, uh, and I use this uh, letter for our house church on Wednesdays also. If you live in Boulder, contact me and we'll See if you can come uh, see if you can come on over to our house church and uh, fellowship with us. There's a lot of good things going on. We are building a new missionary church here in Boulder. It's called Gospel Evangelist Church. You can just use that name and go to our website or just you can use my name John Shuck C H O Q U E like Chevrolet. The C H in the Chevrolet is be C H O Q U E dot org O R G. And that'll take you to our website also. All right, so let's just jump in and we'll go through the letter and see if we can get this uh, done and on to the next thing in our life today. Today is a real busy day. Even even though I'm resting in the Lord, I have got things I need to be doing uh, in the Lord. Amen? All right. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, 
Thank you for showing us clearly what it is you desire of us. Your will is clearly shown in your word. Thank you, Jesus, for making a way to the Father. Because without you, Jesus, there would be no way. And thank you, Holy Ghost, for teaching us the word of truth so that we know what the will of God is. This has got to be one of the greatest blessings, to know the will of God. Thank you, Father, for all you are doing. In your precious name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. So here is a, uh, I'm going to put it on the show. It's a brief outline of the key scriptures for this Sunday prayer letter, May 23rd. Uh, looks like there's uh, six parts to it. So title is one, uh, number one would be the title is First Peter 4.19. And it also has verses 16, 17, and 18. Part 2 is 1 Peter 3.17. Part 3 is 1 Peter 2.15 and 16. Part 4 is 1st, no, part 4 is 2nd Thessalonians 3.13. Part 5 is Galatians 6.9. Part 6 is Romans 2.7, along with verses 8, 9, and 10. So that's an outline of what's inside this uh, letter today. Those six parts are what I'm going to go over in a, as quickly as possible here. In our previous letter, it was titled, Lay Up for Yourselves, we discussed various topics relating to doing the work necessary to place treasure in heaven. I preached the entire week on this title and letter. These messages or sermons can be found on our YouTube channel. For today and this Sunday prayer letter, May 23rd, which is titled, Well-Doing, we will hopefully not spend too much time discussing this subject. What I'm hoping to do is write and record a shorter letter and podcast episode so that uh, I will have time to do some other things that are behind the scenes. What I may attempt to do is spend more time expanding this title and subject in the videos filmed throughout the week. This may or may not work, I've not done it, but I've done it before, uh, but I'm hopefully uh, we'll just walk out by faith this week and we'll see what happens. I'm not ever knowing how uh, the Holy Ghost leads me because he'll give me something that I wasn't planning on, but that's what the Holy Ghost wanted me to say. So each video is a little different. So uh, moving on down through the letter here. Sorry for my stumbling around there. I need to stick to the script here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so let's jump right into the letter and begin discussing each of the key scriptures highlighted in the outline above. This, too, is different than other letters. I've been doing it on our website only, but maybe it will help in getting a bigger picture view of what we are going to talk about. You know, we'll see. So title one is 1 Peter 4.19 in the KJV, and with verses 16, 17, and 18. And I'll read it again. It's 1 Peter 4.19 in the King James. Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. We find the title or seed for the letter here in this verse. The point we want to to look at is suffer according to the will of God. When we know this, then all we need to do is keep going, keep moving, 
and maintain well-doing. No matter what is going on around us, by doing this, we submit ourselves to the Lord and He will keep us because this scripture tells us that Jesus is the Creator. I realize this may seem simplified and not relevant to everyday life. However, know that God is not a confusing Creator, nor a God that will lie to us. The Lord Jesus Christ is the truth. There is no lie in Him. If for some reason we don't understand God, it is not because God doesn't know what He is doing. No, it is in our our heart that we must surrender and ask for help. Always be asking for help, my friend. Always be asking for help. I think this is the key to gaining understanding and wisdom and knowledge of God. So let's add a few more scriptures here. It's 1 Peter 4.16 Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. 1 Peter 4.17 For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? 1 Peter 4.18 And if the righteousness scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Let's read and ponder on these scriptures, asking the Holy Ghost for help and teaching. Being a Christian entails some suffering. This may be a reason why many don't want to become Christians. Following other gods and this world is a whole lot easier, they think. We as Christians know different. When we read the words, House of God, be alert that we don't look to a church No, let's first look at our own heart and ask the Holy Ghost to reveal to us what He wants to change and what He wants to take out to make us holy. This is a big deal because first must be without blame. We first must be without blame and without ill will toward any man. Walking in forgiveness is one of the greatest things that will get us closer to God. Study the word of truth and come to your own understanding in this, and you too will see why this is important to God. Taking a long look at the words, scarcely be saved, is sobering. This also relates to what I talked about on last Thursday's street preaching video, and I also touched on it when I was filming Friday's video. I hope everyone has taken advantage of these 20-minute street preaching video messages. They all relate to the Sunday prayer letter. So let's move on to the next scripture in our outline. Part 2 is 1 Peter 3.17 For it is better if the will of God be so that ye suffer for well-doing than for doing evil. Just a little side note here. Uh, A lot of these verses seem difficult when you hear them. And they are difficult because they're not milk, they're meat. And uh, so when you're listening to this show and possibly reading the letter, you sometimes have to kind of back up a little bit and reread the verse 
couple different times. Not everyone has to do that, but I need to do that because it's I it just kind of goes right over my head sometimes. So that's why if you're not following along in the show and this podcast, uh, it might be a good idea to maybe after you've done listening to the show is go over to our website and either subscribe to our letter at preacherjohn.ck.page. You can get the letter that way through email, or you can go to our website, johnshuck.org, and you can scroll over and see the Sunday prayer letter there, and you can reread it a little slower at your own pace. I understand that sometimes these shows are hard to follow along, but I listen to them all week long when I'm on the bus and sometimes when I'm walking, and I get a lot out of it, even though it's me talking. I'm used to it, so uh, for whatever it's worth. Amen? <laughs> Let's go back to our letter now. I'll reread part two. It's First Peter 3.17. For it is better, if the will of God be so, that you suffer for well-doing than for doing evil. Hopefully, we will notice in this letter that each of the scriptures are about the seed title of our letter, well-doing. And each verse adds more understanding to the seed of the word of truth. We have a choice. We can either do the will of God or not do the will of God. Which would you rather choose? For me, I choose to do the will of God rather than to do evil. This is not as easy as it appears. Loss of time in prayer is needed. Even this may seem easy to see. Uh, seem easy to say, really. <laughs> My mind went darting off because <laughs> I've thought about this so many times. And, uh, you know, that may be a reason why more Christians don't spend enough time in prayer. Our prayer life is very, very important. Next part, part three. First Peter 2.15 for so is the will of God, that with well-doing ye may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. Have you noticed that I am going back through the Bible and not forward? This is on purpose, and the way the Spirit showed me. I'm just obeying, okay? By understanding well-doing, we will be able to silence the ignorance of people that think they know the truth about God. And they don't even know who he is. But they think they do because they follow some other world religion or spiritual teaching. Beware of wrong information. Knowing all the counsel of God will keep us in the will of God with the help of the Holy Ghost. Amen. On to another supporting verse. And this one is 1 Peter 2.16. As free and not using your liberty for a cloak of mal maliciousness. That's a big word, huh? maliciousness. I'll read it again. As free and not using your liberty for a cloak of maliciousness, but as the servants of God. That's 1 Peter 2.16. By focusing on being a servant of God, there will be freedom and liberty to live without sin. Yes, I know some teachers are saying that you can't live without sin, but that is not Bible. You can live holy and unto God with clean hands and a pure heart. Otherwise, God would not have said that we could live this way. Again, I repeat, study the word of truth daily. 
Okay, next part. Part number four. Second Thessalonians 3.13 But ye, brethren, be not weary in well-doing. So this is probably the most famous scripture on the words well-doing. Be not weary in well-doing. If you've been a Christian for a while, you've probably have heard this many times. As a street preacher and building a new missionary church, I seem to be using this more and more. I have a long-range plan, and I need to pace myself to get through the race ahead of me and to not stumble. Knowing this verse helps me to know that God knows how difficult it is for us, for we are but dust. So let's move on before I say any more on that topic. Amen. Part number five, Galatians 6, 9 says, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. This scripture also is used quite often to encourage each one of us. Personally, I don't use this that often because I don't like thinking about what is ahead. Do you see the verse, in due season we shall reap? This is what makes me slow down or even stop sometimes. So what I do is look at today only. Then serve the Lord in this day, not look into another season. I tend to live in the season that God has me in. Now, the reason why I'm so committed to doing it this way is that for most of my life, I've been a dreamer. (laughs) And some would probably say a daydreamer. (laughs) This thinking has done more harm for my ministry than anything I can think of. Be alert, my friend, to thinking about what is to come. And I include here the return of Christ. Yes, be ready today for his call, but don't spend any more time than that because it will cost you time. Just saying is from years of experience. Let's move on. Part 6, Romans 2, 7. And it also has uh, three extra verses to it. Romans 2, 7. And the other verses are 8, 9, and 10. So Romans 2, 7. To them who be, who, let me, I'm sorry. (laughs) To them who by patient continuance in well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality, eternal life. Obviously, this verse has our title, well-doing. But take a look at the words by patient continuance. Can you see how that by being consistent in serving God that we will be well-doing? Part of the well-doing is knowing that as Christians, we will live in glory and honor and immortality. This is eternal life, life everlasting. This is what the Lord Jesus Christ did for each one who believes in him and has received eternal life. It's a wonderful thing to believe. It is not about works or doing something or adding to the work of Christ. Be very alert to adding to Scripture and to take it away from the word of truth. Know it and live it. Next are three supporting Scriptures. Romans 2.8 But unto them that are contentious, do not obey the truth but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. 
And I'll repeat that one more time. It's Romans 2, 8. But unto them that are contentious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. The Holy Ghost is letting us know how to live right here in this scripture. Yes, there are some others too, but let's think on these things and see if we can live there, these by the power of the Spirit. <laughs> Sorry I stumble around so much, uh, but we'll just go on. Kind of using myself as an example that if I can do a show like this, uh, I'm sure you could, you'd be saying to yourself, man, if John could do I can do a whole lot better than that. I think I'm going to do my own show. <laughs> and I hope you do, my friend. I hope you do. Uh, we need more more uh, people out there spreading the Word of God. So Romans 2.9 now is says this, Tribulation and anguish upon every soul of man that doeth evil of the Jew first and also of the Gentile. When we do evil, this has to be one of the easiest things that deceive the Christian. By not knowing what is evil, then it is easy for the tempter to make evil look appealing. Stay awake to the device of the Satan. So Romans 2.10 says this, But glory and honor and peace to every man that worketh good, to the Jew first and also to the Gentile. Right here is what I like because I am a worker, a laborer in the Lord's harvest. And then when we add the verses that tell us not to be wary in well-doing, this is really a wonderful thing to know. The Word of God is filled with knowledge of the Holy One. By placing your life willingly into the hands of God, good things will come about. Maybe not today and maybe with some pain. However, in the end, glory, honor, and peace to every man that worketh good. Isn't that what the word says? <laughs> Surely good uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Surely God will not leave us stranded without direction and without a way to heaven. The answer is yes. The Lord Jesus Christ has made a way for all who believe. Amen. And a side note here that just came to me, if you don't know Jesus Christ, my friend, as your Savior, and you don't know for sure, you don't have the assurance in your heart, and you're just not quite certain where you may stand eternity, what might happen to you when you die, or you just have this big question mark inside your heart. Maybe you feel like you're empty, or maybe you feel like you have just a big hole in your heart, or maybe you just are so frustrated because you just can't see ahead. Well, my friend, it might be you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior. And it's real simple to solve this problem. Really, really simple. It's not difficult. Don't listen to anybody. Just the Word of God says in Romans 10, 13, whosoever, and that's you. There's no Nothing, uh, no prejudice, no saying you have to do this or that. It says this, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. My friend, call upon the name of Jesus Christ. Something like this. Jesus, if you're real, 
here I am. That's it, my friend. That's all you got to do is just call from your heart, a cry from your heart, save me, Jesus, save me, Jesus. And Jesus will save you. He'll take that heart, he'll put a brand new heart in there, and you will be so wonderfully filled and surprised at the glory and the peace and the mercy that'll surround you. And you'll know for a fact if you die or when you die, you will pass out of that body and go on into heaven, and you'll find out later that your name was written in the Lamb's Book of Life when you confessed Jesus Christ as Lord. Because when you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, and you confess with your mouth that Jesus uh, is your Lord and your Savior, uh, you know, another way to, I know I'm kind of rambling here for a moment, but another way is to tell somebody what just happened. I mean, pick up the phone and call someone. Call somebody that you know is a believer, a Christian. Say, you know what, my friend, buddy, I just received Jesus as my Savior. I think that's what you need to do, okay? Call somebody and let them know that you just received Jesus. Amen. There you go, buddy. If you don't have anyone to call, just give me a call, okay? 303-968-9030. That's my mobile phone. You can just call and I'll, I'll talk to you and I'll pray with you. All right, buddy. So let's go back to our letter here. It says, let's pray again. Lord Jesus, just a moment here. i got to wipe the tears out of my eyes. I can't even see the script. Sorry. <laughs> Pretty emotional guy when it comes to talking about Jesus as a Savior. So let's pray again. Lord Jesus, thank you for making a way where there seems to be no way. How often have you helped us when we didn't know we needed help. You truly are magnificent and worthy of all honor and all glory and all praise. We love you, Jesus. We truly love you with all our heart and all our mind and all our strength. Nothing is reserved for this world. We give you all by the power of the Holy Ghost. In your beautiful name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. And my letter is signed, Fully in Love with Jesus. And my initials, J.C. And below my initials, I have three verses. Psalm 31, 23. O love the Lord, all you his saints, for the Lord preserveth the faithful and plentifully rewardeth the proud doer. Proverbs 3, verse 12. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, even as a father, the son in whom he delighteth. And in Song of Solomon 2, verse 4, He brought me to the banqueting table. No, he brought me to the banqueting house, and his banner over me was love. Amen and amen. Well, there you go, folks. This is my Sunday prayer letter. It's written Saturday, May 22nd, 2021 at 4.18 p.m. in Boulder, Colorado. It's written by John Shuck, street preacher, church builder, founding pastor, and missionary. God bless you, my friend. Hope to see you on the streets one day. God bless you. Bye.